You're listening to the Student Discount Podcast, hosted by me, Maisie Whip. Hello, it's Maisie here, and we're back with the Student Discount Podcast. Woo! I was, you know, you were just expecting a live studio audience to clap and realise that you're sat in your front room and you don't have one. Well, that just happened, so here we are. Um, I'm joined by uh, today by the lovely Beth Westbrook. Hi. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're having another go at this podcast thing, um, because... It sort of, it dropped off a bit. I'll be honest. Things got busy, and then it started to happen. Um, <laughs> so we're trying again. Um, so yeah, me and Beth are going to chat a bit about being students and student discounts and being a student in a pandemic, and yeah. <laughs> all that sort of thing. Because it's been an absolute joy, hasn't it, Beth? A true pleasure. Pleasure <laughs> <of my> life. <laughs> um, an honor. <laughs> an honor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're honours students. Honor, no, we're not. We're honours graduates now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it has been an honour. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I'd start off. Sort of, if you want to introduce yourself, Beth, sort of say what what um, degree, that's the word. Oh, gosh, it's been a while. <laughs> uh, what degree you did um, and the best bit about it. Uh, so I'm Beth. And I graduated from the University of Salford with a degree in theatre and performance practice. And the best part about it was probably going to Edinburgh for the summer. Well, summer, oh, yeah. two weeks, but like... I'm wearing that jumper right now, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm wearing my sort of funny jumper. Oh. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was honestly the, like just an amazing yeah. experience, really, wasn't it? Um, I would say that, that even though it was like... That was in first year, or like the end of first year. That was probably one of the most defining moments for, well, definitely yeah. for me whilst it I was there. It's changed everything in terms of like how I approached my career, which sounds yeah. like wanky, but like, yeah, it did change everything. <laughs> it does. I think this is it. Like when I, it sounds ridiculous because obviously I did a comedy degree. If you've listened before, you know that. Um, but I did a comedy degree, and it's. it's I didn't really like comedy that much beforehand, yeah. which sounds ridiculous from this point, but I hadn't, like, when people mention comedy shows that they've watched, like, oh, did you ever watch this? It's a classic. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't. I'm sorry I didn't. Um, the amount of times that, yeah, <laughs> the amount of times that you've said to me, Beth, oh, you know, did you watch this or did you see her in that? And I'm like, I'm really sorry I didn't. Like, I've not even watched either of The Offices. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, well, I've not watched any of them. The American one's on Netflix now. Yeah, I've, uh, my friend told me today, she was like, no time like the present. I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't have the attention span for any TV at the moment. Um, I was watching Beat the Chasers the other night, and that was enough. I still love oh. it. I love a quiz show. Um, oh my god, I was on the chase as well during uni. Forgot about that. Oh yeah, you yeah. were. That was third. Yeah, that I was, was at the start. Money to go back to Edinburgh. That's how much of an impact it had. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A little uh, bring it back there to the whole Edinburgh thing. Thank you. <laughs> <You're welcome>. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think when I think back to uni quite a lot, there's so many more defining moments that I sort of forgot about how big they were. It's like when I was looking back on the year, um, like last year, and thinking, oh, twenty twenty has been so naff. It was just sat at home for nine months doing nothing and I actually think about what I did in the three months before or like the fact that I graduated 
I was talking to my family last night actually about um they were talking about how we're gonna have to have parties next year to celebrate all the things that we missed That's last awesome. year because they, they had we had two fortieths, we had, you know, loads of other birthdays, we had a sixteenth baby at some point. Not you personally, but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you, yes, I had a baby. No, um uh yeah, someone uh, my auntie had a baby as well and like my seventh new cousin in the space of five years. Um there's been a baby boom in the family. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's been so much. And then I went, oh, and I graduated. Um, and I think I just sort of forget because we didn't actually have like a graduation. Yeah. It's kind of like been the, it's like we're still in the middle of summer and I'm still waiting to go back. Because we left and like everything sort of happened in the space of a day or two days where it was like, okay, yeah. we're going home now. And you're like, okay yeah one minute we were rehearsing the next minute they were telling us to leave uni and be like you can't come back onto the premises there's a pandemic what i was just doing a rehearsal um i'd literally thrown in my tutor um and she was like don't come in the building and i was literally sat in reception like i'm fine (laughs) yeah i was at home covid up don't you worry (laughs) um but that was so weird because we were we were there like oh, we'll be off for a week and we'll come back and get it yeah. sorted and we'll, you know, we'll finish it off and stuff. And just time just kept passing. We were like, yeah. yeah and then we got offered our rent back and we are like, okay, now we have to leave. And then I went home and as soon as I went home, like two days later, it was my birthday. And yeah. uh, for my birthday, we sat and watched Boris announce the fact we were locked down. Oh. So <laughs> it was a great birthday. It really was. Um, But yeah, so it, it took... I think final year took quite a curveball, didn't it? Um, just a little one. Just a little one. A little detour. I mean, but like, like I, you know, I was saying like before that point, I was thinking about what I had done in that year, and between actually doing like my work for uni, so I made my PRP. Obviously, I made my one woman show, um, which I definitely didn't write on the day. With <laughs> um, that was probably the most stressful day of my uni experience that morning. <laughs> me writing my prp on the day you sat there like why is this happening now (laughs) after you've been slaving away for six months over your actual like show that you weren't even going to perform you were just writing the script for i say just as if it wasn't a full show and amazing but i'm there writing my 20 minute actual show that i've got to perform that afternoon um (laughs) i'm sorry that was so stressful for you beth i was sort of in a bit of a blur to be honest (laughs) um but yeah, so I mean, I did that, and then obviously you wrote your big show. Um, I did. We we did a show before Christmas that we were both in, and we directed stuff for. Um, we did. I mean, I did a few of these podcasts. Yeah. I did, and I was in a play, and I yeah. think about all these things, and I'm like, actually, you know, the year was pretty good before the whole pandemic, and even a bit during when I was finishing my degree. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean I mean on that sort of topic, sorry, I don't know why I said that so many times. I mean, <laughs> um in terms of like how we had to finish our degree, do you think there was any positives to the way we had to do it? Uh for safety net. Yeah. Uh, that's the big positive there. I got first because of that bad boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I quite I don't know, because to be fair, we what our uni did, so we basically, we were supposed to put on a play, 
and then we had to just basically split into monologues and just film them. Yeah. So I was quite happy with that, I guess, because yeah. the workload was a lot easier. It was a bit lonely, but, like, yeah. I didn't really have many complaints. Yeah, it was just yeah. sort of, like, like I said before, I didn't really feel like we need Daisy yet because nah. I think we're so brushed, we're in, brushed I'm sort of yeah. in limbo. I haven't reconciled with the fact <laughs> yeah. not going back. <laughs> I know. I think when I, when it was first announced what we were going to have to do and how different it was, I think a lot of people were quite annoyed by how um, like loose the terms of it were. Yeah. So like, uh, what we had to do was such a vague sort of description. I love but that, I think, to be fair. Yeah, I think that was great because yeah. what you did and what I did was so different and yet we both excelled in it because it was we could tailor it to what our strengths were yeah yeah and like i mean you took three what did you do again sorry i did the three monologues so i did like basically three self-tapes so one was sunny girl because i can't be sick and think about sunny girl um (laughs) one was a play which i actually saw in first year which i really liked and the other one was from Wuthering Heights, which we both yeah. saw and made really cool. Oh yeah, we saw that as well. Yeah. Another thing we did last year. <laughs> oh. Um but this is it. Like yours was so yours was that and yours was those three monologues and because the terms were so loose, I got to I decided to write my three. Um yeah. and I could do them I could basically tailor them to what I wanted to show people. You used the character so, from the original play as well didn't you yeah i adapted one of the characters that we'd started writing for our like final thing mm-hmm. and you know made a monologue for her and then um one of them was i tried to cho- i tried to show like two very or three very different characters so like i could put it into a um a show reel to like spread out and stuff you know give yeah. to people um so one of them was like a interrogator in a pl- like a a detective and one of them was a, a mortician beautician <laughs> so um so like the detective one I was you know I was talking quite properly and I was you know interrogating someone and quite serious and the other one I was um an Essex girl and you know trying to be all lovely and do your makeup on these dead people um so that was a lot of fun but like I got to because I could do all the research and I could write yeah you know make a really nice big pack of all the research I'd done and who she was so I thought it was really good that you could do such different things and then I look at some of the other stuff that people created didn't someone do like basically stop animation or something like that yeah yeah but like that's I mean that's that's why I thought it was so good yeah yeah exactly and it's like I thought it was cool that we could all do such different things and yet we all came out with fairly similar marks yeah. in terms of, you know, high marks because we'd basically taken it into our own hands and created a really good piece of work. And also, didn't have to massively rely on group work, which is not yeah. always... <laughs> it's a uh, guy's way. <laughs> if you're a student or have been one, you'll know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> group work isn't always the best. Um has quite the reputation and I think it actually probably worked to my benefit I don't think I would have got a first if I'd have had to do it as a big group thing yeah like I because I could spend so much time on it as well because we got an extension obviously because of everything and mm-hmm. I say that as if I didn't do it in the last week as per usual <laughs> um 
but I still spent more time researching and like uh because I could do and I knew yeah this is it it wasn't group work and it was all by myself and it was a lot longer and I actually think that was probably one of the benefits of all this happening um Mm -hmm. is that it changed so much for me but yeah Yeah. I think there has been some benefits to it obviously I'm gutted we haven't had a graduation and stuff and you know the further along we get the more I'm like yeah we're definitely not having one now and um it's a shame but also I get it and it's just yeah it's just annoying yeah like I'll be forever grateful at how quickly they turned it around for us mm-hmm. as a uni, and you know, change the modules modules so quickly that we could, you know, just crack on yeah. best we could. Um, it was a shame, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. So, do you think? Do you think what you did at uni has, um, like continued to impact what you're going to do for your career now? Just a little bit, only a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so basically for my research project, as I mentioned before, I mm. wrote a one-woman play, Sunny Girl. Mm-hmm. And as you were saying, like when you were talking about like what happened this past year and how much you have actually achieved, I forgot that play was this year, like 2020. And that play has yeah. actually taken me throughout my career. I say career very loosely, but like... Yeah. As I'm embarking on my career, that play has really been a stepping stone. And I've already yeah. forgotten what, what the question was, maybe. Well, <laughs> Just in like terms of how you think your, um, your like uni experience is going to help you in your career. And I think definitely, like like you say about this play, it's the amount of times I, I know that you've like sent it off to people to show and uh, used it in as an example of your work and stuff already and the amount of experiences you've got from that mm-hmm. yeah like I got on to that's another benefit of like the pandemic which seems weird to say yeah it's a weird um, it's a weird thing to say but we've got to look yeah. for it we've got to look for the positives here <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so grateful for Zoom right now because like yeah. that play got me into the Royal Court introduction to playwriting program which is based in London but because obviously no one can get to London it was all online so I was able to access it and that's probably the recurring theme I've had through this year yeah (laughs) just being able to sneak in but yeah like what I've taken from like that play and uni in particular just like sort of figuring out what exactly what I want to do like acting and writing and making my own work that way yeah yeah sorry that's a bit rambly but like there you go no no it's great it's this is it I think it's just there's been so many opportunities this year well last year that we probably wouldn't have had because we're based in the north yeah and thanks to zoom and thanks to twitter and you know all of that because people have had to adapt to online to keep going Mm -hmm. there's been so many things like there's another opportunity on Twitter every day and because we have this time on our hands you know that we probably wouldn't normally have and probably wouldn't have seen without all this we could you can apply for them you know you can go for it yeah. um and then like the other benefits of uni and stuff have been um meeting people that we want to work with in the future like oh, we God. met because of the Edinburgh project really oh well because of comedy society but then we know we, we became friends properly because of the Edinburgh project because we were going yeah. with each other and you know we were um creating work together and 
I think it really helped uh, to find like-minded people who wanted to create similar work and could work so well together. I mean, it's like, even though, you know, we both have to move home, you've moved back to the Wirral and I've moved back to um, the Ribble Valley, um, <laughs> we're still managing to do stuff like this. Like, we Zoom quite a lot and we, yeah. you know, at the start of everything, we set up Ghost Cow Productions and everything and we, we were managing to put stuff out for that and put stuff together, which, you know, I want to continue, obviously. And mm-hmm. um, it's been cracking. I think it's it's been so good to see such a massive jump in creative things being online yeah that I really hope it continues I really hope it does as well that's the one thing I'm scared of because like everyone's like I'm so sick of zoom and I'm like I'm actually quite liking it it. yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I think I mean I think you know we were discussing it yesterday actually you know talking about drama schools and stuff and oh my god um, and it is it's 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 painful it really is because you know obviously we found out for anyone who doesn't know, if you if you apply for drama school, if you go to audition, it's very likely that you'll probably have to pay a fifty pound fee to go on audition. You know, for me, with a certain one that I went to, I won't name names, but you'll know if it's if you've done it before. Um, I literally had to go down to London. You know, I had to get the train down. I had to go and stop. Luckily, I have family there to go and stop with. Uh, but then they had to take me to this audition, and I literally I walked into a room. I sang a song for someone who never looked up at me. And I walked out again and I paid £50 for the pleasure. Yeah. And it seems absolutely mad to me to find out that people are still paying £50 to send a self-tape in. Yeah. Like for a, a place that they probably aren't going to get, which sounds awful, but you you know, you're not. I didn't yeah. get in. Um, and a lot of people have to try at least three or four times to get in. My In the end, my tutor, you know, after my audition there, this is years ago, this is like five years ago, but my tutor uh, rang up afterwards and like was like, what, why was it, you know, why was she like instantly disregarded? And the woman on the phone said, I can't give you any feedback and I can't pass you on to anyone that auditioned her. But what I will tell you is it's probably because it was her first time auditioning. Yeah. So just to know that like, literally because it was my first time going down there and auditioning and I paid £50 for the pleasure, they probably hadn't even looked at me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems ridiculous, especially when you know as well, but places like that uh, auditioning like 3,000 people a year for 20 places, like maximum. And it's just, it's, it's, it's mad to me. It really is mad. It's painful. And just, yeah, to know that people might get the chance to audition better now because, you know, because of Zoom and everything like that, because it's self-tapes and stuff, but they'd still have to pay that £50, which could be a massive barrier for a lot of people. It is, yeah. Like... I know there's a charity, I think, I think it's called Open Doors, mm-hmm. who are still managing to, like, get, like, I think it's only in certain areas, like, London. Yeah. And I think there might be one in Manchester, but they basically help people who wouldn't be able to afford the audition fee. Mm. They basically help them through that. Yeah. So, Amazing. It's just but it's a joke that that has to exist in the first yeah. place. This is it. It's like the whole food bank thing. People are like, oh, oh it's amazing that they help, but we shouldn't need them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just, it, it blows my mind, honestly, when people are like, oh, it's so good that they're there. And I'm like, it's not so. No. <laughs> it really it's isn't. like, yeah, we have more food banks than ever. I'm like. But we don't, we shouldn't. <laughs> Please. Hey, um, you've missed it. On Marcus Rashford. <laughs> Um, honestly it's just it yeah I think it's such it's so sad to see that there is still such a like a classist divide of who gets to 
work in the industry and we're although that 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 gap has sort of been filled a little bit by what's happened this year because everyone's had to go online and you know because everyone can access it better you know it's worrying that it could just come straight back yeah uh, after all of this i hope it doesn't but i hope it does i think people are warming to self-tapes a lot more yeah which is good like you said it was a classic thing as well and it's like that's the one thing i have been doing through lockdown i've become part of dank which is the disabled artist network in the community yeah and like it's been obviously they usually meet up in person but we can't mm. at the moment but in a way that's good because like never mind like the costs of getting there some people like if you're in a special access wheelchair you can't even get into a building and stuff like yeah. that so i really hope the accessibility benefits of mm-hmm. Zoom and everything like that, although not perfect, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the amount of things that I've seen recently that I haven't seen before is like just simple things like logging onto a Zoom <coughs> and seeing that people have put their pronouns. Yeah. Like it's such a simple thing, but it's still amazing to see when people do that. Mm-hmm. Um. Or when you log into like a talk and they've got a, a sign language interpreter on there, yeah. and you're just like amazing, you know. Um, they can't even do that for like the pres. I was about to say presidential, but uh, for prime minister brief in the country that we're going national lockdown. It's not even a sign language interpreter or anything. It, it's it's the fact that they can't do it for that, but they can do it for a little Zoom talk with someone. It just it shows how easy it is to do, although not you know very easy it's like you know it's something that's possible it's manageable yeah manageable and it's not done for the biggest like sort of broadcast to the country is it's just it's mind-blowing yeah but anyway we're getting a little bit off topic here. yeah just a I'll be honest. <laughs> i'm getting a bit passionate i'm not i'm not being able to talk about this very much <laughs> um it's just very nice to talk to someone who is in such a similar position to me as yeah. well although we have talked all the way through this obviously yeah. um <laughs> It's, I think it's important stuff that people need to know about. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's you might be someone who's interested in similar things to us. You might be interested to know what a graduate's done in the last 10 months. I'll be honest, not a lot. Not a lot. Um, <laughs> the old mental health's taken a little bit of a uh, bashing. Um, yeah. But apart from that, there is so many positives to take away from this. Mm-hmm. And you've got to find those positives or, you know, it's going to get even worse. Um is that Clara? I can hear barking. I'm amazed that Buddy. <laughs> honestly, I'm amazed that Buddy hasn't interrupted this yet. My dad put his food out before, and I'm like, all we're gonna hear is him going, is crunching his food. <laughs> but luckily, he's uh, not taken an interest and gone upstairs. Um, we did a challenge with the family last night. We had like a, a big family Zoom quiz, and they um, we had to throw popcorn into someone's mouth, uh, from the furthest distance and video it. And so I just literally stood at the top of the stairs and threw a massive handful of like popcorn down the stairs at my sister. Not one of them went into Buddy into Gracie's mouth, into my sister's <laughs> mouth. But Buddy just came zooming in and like hoovered all of it up, and it was gone. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I was worried about Buddy. But yeah, as I was saying, you know, we need to take the positives from all this. Um, and I'm, you know, riding a wave of. Uh, productivity at the moment which I haven't had since like last May <laughs> so I am fully going for it at the moment with this uh, you know this little newfound bit of energy I have um, 
and I'm trying to get a lot done, which is why we've started this up again. You know, hey. I'll be honest. I was like, why not? Um, I also didn't realise how easy it would be to do over the internet. Yeah. Um, like I said, we're quite far apart, but Meg sorted it. Um, she's amazing. Uh, what a producer. <laughs> um, Less of um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Meg sorted it for us, and um, which is amazing because it just again goes to the whole fact of we can do this over the internet, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, who'd have thought? Uh, but yeah, so in terms of um, obviously since graduating, um, if say this whole thing wasn't going on, and by this whole thing you know what I mean, um, okay. what was sort of the plan, and how have you sort of adapted that now? Well, the plan, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, when I think about it, I can't remember there being a massive one. Yeah. Other than trying to get to Edinburgh. Yeah. Which, it's not a huge plan, to be honest, because the plan was like a month. Yeah. So, like, that's another reason I'm not grateful for the pandemic, but, like, to the pandemic. Yeah. Or two dead one being in the same boat rather. Yeah, just but. to sort of elaborate on what Edinburgh is. I don't think I don't know if I mentioned we've mentioned it properly before, but like oh, yeah. when we talk about Edinburgh we mean like Edinburgh Fringe and going and performing up there if you don't if you know if you're not someone that follows that. Um and obviously in first year we got to do that, we got to write sketches and go and perform in our own show up there. Um, which was, you know, a mind blowing experience for a like yeah. a first year com- like comedian. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, Edinburgh was the plan. It usually is for like mm-hmm performers yeah um, and like so the plan was i'd go to edinburgh and do like a little tour like just to see what we can get together of sunny girls yeah and then obviously that can happen but i don't know what i would have done beyond that really because yeah. my plan was also i knew part of the plan would be getting like a little job like um a retail job or like just a job to a necessary bills. job as a performer yeah. <laughs> and job hunting quite hard at the moment yeah <laughs> yeah everyone sort of uh zipped them up didn't they i think like everyone's in the same boat which yeah. isn't a good thing at the moment <laughs> <laughs> no this is it i think as a performer we're quite aware of the fact that money isn't going to drop into our laps in the careers that we want straight away Unfortunately. <laughs> no so you know, a retail job or something of those lines is usually what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, so many comedians and performers have had to do that throughout this for, because it's been the only source of income. Obviously, you know, theatres closed and yeah. uh, comedy clubs closed and pubs there's closed, no which is where... I yeah, very little of that. <laughs> uh, let's not get off that topic again. Um, <laughs> but uh, the amount of people I know, you know, obviously I... I'm friends with quite a lot of performers. I follow quite a lot of performers mm-hmm. that have just had to go straight into something like that and it be their only source of income. You know, it's quite... I mean, it, it's sad to see, yeah. but also I think it's kept a lot of people going throughout all of this. Yeah. Like, that sense of, um, you know, having a time... Like, a time... To, what's the word? A schedule. No. A routine. Word? A routine. That's the one I was going for. Uh, actually having a routine is just... I think that was one of the things that really, um, you know, cut off my motivation was the fact that I had I had nothing to do. Yeah. I had no deadlines anymore that I had to follow. I had no no other thing, nothing I actually had to attend. 
like all I was doing was coming downstairs in the morning, sitting at the table in the front room with mom and dad who were both working nine till five from home and then making tea. And that was sort of my job for like 10 months. Yeah. <laughs> and it just sort of, it really cuts off all your motivation, especially as a performer. I mean, mm. Meg asked me the other day when I, you know, I was on her, um, on her radio show, The Milking Parlor. And um, she was like, you know, are you, are you missing performing? And I was like, not really, to be yeah. honest. I think if I'd been performing all the way through this, maybe. But I I don't massively miss it. I miss the rehearsals and I miss, mm-hmm. you know, seeing people like that. But also I have no real intention of running back into it at the moment because, you know, I want it to be perfectly safe before I do. Yeah. Um, I want it to be... You know, I want it to be comfortable and I want it to be, you know, a nice thing. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, as much as I love self-tapes that's the main and, like, mm. I had to do a thing the other month where I had to perform live over Zoom. Yeah. It was, like, a winter showcase type thing. Yeah. And, like, just performing live, I, I very rarely get... I'm quite a nervous person, if you know me. But, like, mm. when it comes to performing... I'll either panic for weeks before or like five minutes before. Yeah. But like the whole day of performing, I was just a complete and utter wreck because I hadn't yeah. done it in so long. Like it was a weird feeling. I think it went okay in the end, but like, yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I know I'd be nervous, but I also don't want to add the nerves of a, you know, the threat of a virus on top yeah. of that. <laughs> Which is fine when you know you're performing from home, but also, mm-hmm. um, that lack of audience for oh, me God, yeah. is a massive thing. It was um, weird. It was really weird. Especially as a comedy performer as well. Like, we thrive off the laughter mm-hmm. that we're sort of, we're getting there. You know, it's if you get off stage and there's not been a laugh, you can tell halfway through a set if some people aren't laughing, you know, it's they're not, not feeling it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> um, so, sort of, I haven't really tried any online performing because I just I mean I haven't really felt like it to be honest but also the the fear of not getting that sort of reception on the stage is it's a bit daunting really for me Mm -hmm. um because you can kind of control it when you're actually in person on stage Mm -hmm. but when you can't hear anything I find I think I'd find it quite uncomfortable (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was because like everyone turned the cameras off on zoom as well which was good, because, like, you can just see, like, a pair of blank faces, which I think would have freaked me out a bit. But, yeah, yeah. it was just, it was really weird. We did have someone, like, hack the Zoom, which was interesting. <laughs> That's another story. The world of online performing is, it's a weird one for me. It really is. Um, it's weird, but exciting. Like Yeah. Like, if you had a decent budget and not just, like, your webcam like mm. I am excited to see what theatre companies come up with yeah like in the future but yeah it's when it comes to me personally I just yeah I miss I miss the stage <laughs> I miss face to face yeah honestly I think I was loving when we were you know obviously still back at uni the fact that we had pretty much almost daily rehearsals where we literally would go in yeah. and just be together and rehearse and create the show. I really missed that because mm-hmm. it was just being with creatives constantly and, you know, making stuff. 
um that we wanted to make as well that was you know entirely for us and I think I really miss that um yeah. <laughs> I'm just so sad it was cut short but I think you know like other benefits of this is stuff like um although it had to be cut short um it closed on opening night rent at um oh that was amazing <laughs> yeah and w- the fact that they transferred tickets onto online and they'd practically already prepared for it by re- like pre-recording it um mm-hmm. was amazing because it's just another example of people adapting to the online performance world yeah. is that we and we also got the opportunity to transfer our tickets and um not get any refund and donate yeah, to the theater donated to a theater yeah which i was so happy to do because you know it's <laughs> it's terrible what's happened to the performance industry all the way through this and to be able to just give a little bit like that um and they, you know it even meant that they sent programs and stuff out to us which was so yeah. lovely like um, they put over merch which they were yeah. obviously supposed to sell yeah um it was great and i think it's such a good way it's a, it's so good to see people adapting like that um and one although it's thing, been, yeah oh, sorry <laughs> no sorry Graham. one thing i will say about rent it's like Obviously, we booked tickets beforehand, and I was mm-hmm. very happy to donate the cost of my ticket mm-hmm. uh, for, like, merch and stuff like that. I was happy to do that. Yeah. One thing that I am slightly worried about is the tickets for watching it online were more expensive than I thought they were going to be, like, for tickets on yeah. their own. And, like, talking about, as we were saying before, like, Classes in the room next to us. Yeah. But like, I was expecting the tickets to be like a te- maybe a tenner, fifteen, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I understand why completely, but yeah. No, I think yeah, it's 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 a worry that um all the things that sort of stopped us before because of money and where mm-hmm. it was and they're creeping in again. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worrying that they would be creeping in again um and like you said it's if you can there's so many plays and stuff been advertised online for a fiver or for mm. and i get that they're older plays and you know and they've I'm you know sorry, the dog scratching the door it's fine <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's okay um i get that they're sort of you know they're older they're not running anymore but um it does worry me that you know i get why they need to charge so much yeah, I do, I do understand it's... it, but it's also like you need to you need to acknowledge the fact that if you want to be inclusive. Yeah. Like for I think the Royal Court do like an under twenty five scheme. I know Valari do definitely. Yeah. Like I think we need more of them for online as well. Yeah. And like, especially with a with a show like Ren, it is very um sort of projected at that age group as well. Yeah. Um as a student Speaking of being a student, <laughs> as a student, the amount of discounts um, that there was yeah. for stuff like that and the opportunities, like, um, obviously, because we both went to Salford, um, they obviously have the New Adelphi Theatre within it, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but also, even though it was part of the uni, we still got a student discount for all the shows there. Yeah. Um, which was amazing because, you know, it's and it was it was always a decent discount as well for all the shows um and it was it gave us a really good opportunity to see a lot of things we probably wouldn't have seen and then obviously we got to see quite a lot because we were both ushers as well that's um, another highlight of uni for me to be fair yeah ushering at the theater 
definitely it's such a good opportunity to have as well and it's like yeah it's experience already in a theatre as well like although it's not being on stage it's it's like how I went and did theatre makeup for a year when I didn't get into drama school it's having yeah. all these different things that you're probably going to need in the future mm-hmm. um because whenever you go into industries like this it's not just about being on stage at all yeah. no. you know it's it's so many of the things it's like I'm probably going to have to do my makeup for a few years yet for everything yeah. that I do and you know it's like when I was <clears throat> compared to what I'm doing now um if you look at my degree often I picked uh usually we had to do like a a performing role and a behind the scenes role yeah. so obviously I usually picked marketing because it's something I quite like to do I, I you know I know mm-hmm. my social media quite well so I always picked that and that's coming amazing handy what is what is the term I'm trying to find here I just cannot <laughs> find the words um it's it's really come in handy doing that because mm-hmm. it's given me enough experience to work with a brand at the moment doing some marketing for them yeah. and obviously that's something I can do because you know I did that and I made sure I sort of looked at that side of things because I knew it was going to come in handy and it's something I enjoy so um <laughs> that's another definitely... thing I'll say about uni as well like mm-hmm. you so because our courses are really similar like you said you leaned more into the marketing side for your like yeah. backstage bit and I leaned more into the writing like I credit like me wanting to write entirely to uni yeah and like the amount of writing I got in my portfolio just from the modules I took from uni was yeah. like great it was really cool <laughs> I think that's this is it like especially with Salford as well like that so much of what they teach is to prepare you for a career yeah in in this area and I think it helps that a lot of tutors there if not all of them have all worked in industry or still do mm-hmm. um so they know exactly what people are looking for exactly what to train you in and exactly how it's going to work for you in the future and how hard it is as well in yeah. this industry uh, which is great and they also have a lot of connections that they tend to just drop into conversation <laughs> it's, it's lovely um but I think it's it's a massive benefit especially of being at Salford um just to big up Salford again yeah of how great of a uni it is and it's just they have um they provide so many opportunities like ushering or um like just so much I can't even like they had careers events where you could meet up with different theatre companies and stuff and yeah so much of that is just it's great (laughs) (laughs) they know who you need to see and they know who you need talks off Mm -hmm. because they have been in that industry themselves it's great (laughs) um so yeah I think it's probably a good point we've talked a little bit about student discounts but um do you think there's any opportunities that you've had um that have been really beneficial purely because you're a student and this could be anything like one of my favorite things is getting student discount at my favorite restaurants um because it's always nice to save a little bit of money on your favorite food um do you think there's any for you oh um just to put you on the spot there (laughs) (laughs) um obviously for theater tickets which we've just spoken about um, yeah apple had a very nice student discount at the start so you got a mac and your juice and everything like that yeah um oh actually no i do have one Mm -hmm. uh to lean into for writing again because that's my entire personality now (laughs) (laughs) final draft which is like the industry 
standard software basically yeah had this fusion discount which i only found like during my last few months of like officially being classed as a student yeah and it's like a pretty decent discount as well so um and because we managed to get our rent back over covid because obviously we had to move out um Mm -hmm. i used some of that money to pay for final draft which has it's my baby (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely helpful stuff like that as well um Mm -hmm. especially like you say because you you know you're writing a lot and you've done a lot of it over lockdown and stuff um and obviously, I think there is good discounts and stuff that we actually need like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Spotlight has a discount as well, um, which obviously as an actor you pretty much need. Yeah. Um, I think Equity have one as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is all, all necessary things, really, if you want to go into this industry. Um, but yeah, like little things like that as well. Like Spotify as well. Sorry. Spotify, yes. Yeah. I haven't got that, but. What? I appreciate. I don't have Spotify. <laughs> I know. No. I'm, I'm not she doesn't listen person. to music. Yeah, I'm not a music person, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I'm that... not a podcast person. No, I'm joking. I'm not even that. Uh, which is terrible for someone making a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Things every producer wants their host to hear. <laughs> I'll just admit that I don't like podcasts. No, I do like podcasts. I just don't do enough because I'm not in Manchester or not like traveling as much. I don't. That is when I used to listen to podcasts or music. Yeah. So, like, I listened to music a lot in first year, um, but it was the same three albums on repeat. So yeah. I didn't, like, I bought them and I didn't really need Spotify. Um, and I, so I don't really listen to that much music. And plus, my dad has about, well, his whole memory on his Mac is filled with music. So I don't really need you know sort of to access any <laughs> um or i just put youtube on if i need to um i'm old school like that um not... i have everything else to be fair like i have i mean we have disney and prime and netflix not to flex or anything but uh, <laughs> and i'm not even watching much of that anymore either um to be honest so yeah i don't really listen or watch anything at the moment <laughs> tiktok is my main source of oh God, entertainment at the moment <laughs> Thank the Lord for TikTok. Oh, honestly, I think TikTok's got me through half a lockdown. Yeah. Um, and I love it at the start of, like, I mean, my sister was watching it all the time, and I was like, nah, it's not for me, this, yeah. not for me. And now I just constantly watch people paint things and cook things on TikTok. Oh. And puppies, so many puppies. Oh. Like, all the puppies. Um, it's great. I love that one when it's, Sally, when we were younger, you oh, were my, my boo. And they're just there with babies. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I love that. Um, and like I said, I was when I was on with Meg the other day as well, and I was just I couldn't, I couldn't stop saying, "Oh no, oh no," because oh, things no. just kept going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a problem. I love it. Um, I keep on doing, uh, "Where's your mama gone? Where's your mama gone? gone?" Which is from like last year on TikTok somewhere. <laughs> I know. I. I think it amazes me how different your algorithm on TikTok can be to someone else's. Yeah. Like I could I could sing something and my sister would be like, What is that? And I'm like, It's it's a trend on TikTok and she's like, I ain't heard it. I'm like, What? <laughs> how how can we be so different on TikTok that you haven't even heard like a a, a trend that I'm seeing constantly? And then I mean, I'm pretty obsessed with the that girl who's like, um, 
uh, what's your favorite celebrity interview moment? Oh my god, I love that girl. <laughs> I've watched so many interview moments now. I am now. so grateful for that girl. <laughs> it's great, and then making all the connections and stuff. And you're like, oh yeah, there's that film, and also one oh. where it's like, for example, who do you think was the worst terrible? Who is the terrible person? And she's like, say, it's brilliant. Oh, I love it. I think there's just, yeah, there's so much. I think TikTok is a future of entertainment. It is. And I, I love that Instagram's trying to uh, catch up to TikTok with the whole Reels thing as well. Yeah. Um, which I think is really interesting. I didn't realise what Reels were. To me, Reels sounded like a, like a reel of pictures or something or something you were yeah. making. And now I'm sort of just starting to discover them. I'm really looking into social media marketing at the moment, um, which is, you know, I'm actually looking into like the real, like what you Algorithm actually need to do. It. Yeah. Um, and most people are like the algorithm isn't a thing you need to even worry about anymore and something I used to like stick by was that you had to post at certain times to get the best like you know looking and stuff and it really isn't about that anymore like the best way to market on Instagram I went through all my followers and deleted all like the ghost accounts and the ones that didn't really exist and weren't ever going to like my stuff because something that Instagram really looks at is what they'll do is when you post a picture they'll show it to a few of your followers and if it yeah. gets good interaction, they'll show it to a few more. So if it's showing it to all the ghost accounts, it's not going to get interaction. Like it, yeah. yeah, and no one's going to like it. And then another thing is um, a l- the reason a lot of people are posting a lot of um, like text on pictures now is because the longer you spend on a picture, the more you get shown to people. Oh. So because it's literally because uh, Instagram wants you to spend as much time as possible on Instagram. So if your picture is getting someone to sit and read for a few more seconds than a normal picture would, then Instagram's going to show you to more people because people will have to spend more time on it. Genius. Who do you think it's script does? <laughs> Shrek? Yeah, just, just post everything. <laughs> um, someone's just going to start reading through something and it's really inspiration. It's like, somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> But I am because I'm posting words to my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's been really interesting. And again, this is something I wouldn't have even started to look into. I wouldn't have had the time or motivation to if I wasn't off at the moment. And I probably would have been doing bigger things and better things. Or I'd like to think I would be. Um, but I'm grateful for the time that I've had to sort of evaluate what it is I want to do. I still don't know yeah. what I want to do. But I think I've had a bit more time to sort of think about it and have a bit of a break. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of performance have a, performers have a tendency to burn themselves out and just <laughs> absolutely go for it. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Um, <laughs> and I think I probably would have done that. Like, I was doing a lot before I had to slow down. I did not know how you were a functioning human. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's like when I was doing the play, I was doing the play, I was doing my PRP, I was doing something else at the time as well. And mm-hmm. I just it all got a bit much um and I think I probably I'm thankful for the time to sort of take a step back and not be constantly trying to like you know perform as much as I can or do as much as I can and I'm I'm definitely a yes person you know (laughs) you won't often catch me saying no to someone when they've asked me to do something which is why I end up you know triple booking myself constantly um, but obviously throughout this I've not been able to <laughs> I didn't even need a diary this uh, last year <laughs> oh and I've um, got a really cute diary as well something I was going to use oh I know 
Yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> and it's just, yeah. And, I, you know, I'm starting to get a bit busier again. You know, I'm booking in meetings and stuff, yeah. um, which is great. Um, but, yeah, I think it's been a good time. Although it has been a very anxious time and a very worrying time, um, it's definitely been a time of reflection as well a bit for yeah. a lot of people, I assume. A lot of students as well, okay, uh, yeah. which is kind of the point of this podcast. Uh, I'll bring it back <laughs> to that. Um, to know like, that this, yeah. With all this, like... I've really managed to see what is out there in a way, like because yeah. I knew like I figured out what during uni that I want to involve like script writing into what I yeah. do, but then I've discovered like you can also be a development producer or you could be a script editor or you can be all these different people, and I'm like I can do that too. Yeah, like yeah, just seeing what else is out there for me is really exciting. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's like um, screen skills that we were watching oh, quite God, a lot yeah. at the start and like the amount of opportunities they put out there and because people have been freer, mm-hmm. they've been more willing to do these sort of talks with people. Um, yeah. So like we got to talk to a lot of producers and uh, writers and actors that we probably wouldn't have had a talk from, you know, if we hadn't have been available or on zoom or whatever um which has been great especially i think a lot of students have probably or graduates have probably benefited from that as well um i know as soon as i started sharing screen still stuff people were like oh how did you get to do that talk and i'm like literally it's a free thing right here follow this link and click yes Um, i remember when we did the talk with uh, phoebe waller bridge and vicky jones mm. and like the messages i got from that because i posted it on instagram yeah and people were like Oh. So you like a thread now, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I thank wish. you, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just me and Phoebe on that Zoom. Um, yeah, it wasn't another hundred people <laughs> that you couldn't see. Um, but yeah, it was great, and like we got to talk to what well, we didn't talk to, but we saw a talk from Sally Wainwright, and yeah, um, you know, so many other people, and like there was a, oh, you're gonna hate me for this. What's he called that did that writes Doctor Who? I know this. <laughs> Russell T Davis. Yeah. He writes Doctor um, Who. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously he did a talk as well that you got to go to um, mm-hmm. and all these things that we probably these people probably wouldn't have had time to even do these talks before all of this yeah so I think that's been a massive benefit to see for them to talk about their career paths as well which is what a lot yeah. of them did um, and for us and to see and explain it properly rather than like yeah. no offence to like the uni ones they were really good but it, it was literally like I graduated from uni, then magically found myself here. And I'm like, no, tell me step exactly. by step. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is your daily routine to get to that point? <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, and, and it was hard listening to a few of them that were like, uh, oh, I just happened to be in the right room at the right time. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, to famous person. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that. But I think it's, um, it was also interesting to listen to. And a lot of them, obviously, it was a few years ago they did these things, so, yeah. you know, we're not going to be able to do it the same way. But just to hear them talk, like, I think a benefit of it was as well was to hear how long it's taken them to get to where they are. Because yeah. I think a lot of students and graduates now will be feeling that they've had a massive setback, or performers in general will feel they've had a massive setback in the fact that they've not been able to do anything properly for 10 months. Yeah. But 
you know, a lot of them, a lot of those, you know, a lot of comedians, a lot of performers work a good 10, 15, 20 years before they get anywhere. It's just terrifying and comforting at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> like, very much so. Like, you're not a failure, but you're going to... It's going to take Keep a while. Waiting, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come, it'll come. It just might take a while. will still be there for you, hopefully. <laughs> Tesco's will hopefully have jobs coming up soon. Uh. Other supermarkets are available. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's definitely been a comfort and a, some good opportunities have really come from this year as well. And I think, you know, there's been a real mixture in how people have taken this time. As yeah. in, some people have absolutely thrived. And some people, it's been quite a big knock. Mm-hmm. I think I've been very much in the middle. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I've been very up and I've been very down throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very anxious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's you've got to look for these positives. And that's what we keep trying to do. And I'm going to keep reiterating it because it is so important at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you keep singing that bit. And then I remember what the next line is. I'm like, I can't sing yeah, that can't back to you. Um, but yeah keeping positive keeping you know and even if you're just taking this as a time to relax and that's allowed you are allowed take a minute to sort of you know not be a student for a minute and uh or not be studying for a minute or not be putting that pressure on you to yeah not be a graduate for a minute and not Not be professional for a minute yeah you have I mean, if you don't have that time to do that and you're still out there working, I praise you for it because I don't think I've had the ability to do that at the moment. <laughs> but um, just remember how well you're doing and remember that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, there isn't a massive pressure to write a novel in, you know, in this time or to be in the graduate world at this time because it's been struggling to exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's, you know, I think, like, you always see those figures and it's like, oh, 70% of our graduates had a job that was paying this oh much God. within a year. Ours is going to be skewish this year. Yeah, it's going to be a little... Well, actually, no, a lot of us started in, in retail jobs. So, actually, they all got hired within the first year, um, which is... Do you know what might be quite funny? Our graduate sort of, like, percentages might actually be better this year because a lot of them did go into jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if we'd actually just graduated into performance jobs, we might not have. Um, (laughs) Which is weird to think about. Oh, actually, our graduates did better this year. None of them went into performance jobs, but they all got jobs. Um, (laughs) They're all um, okay in some way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's it's been an interesting time. Um, And I definitely am talking from a better headspace at the moment, so I can be quite positive about it. Uh, if you'd maybe have had this conversation six months ago, I might not have been so positive this about this whole with thing. Me on Wednesday, like. yeah, it might not have been as good, um, or as positive, or as happy. Um, but at the moment, it's pretty good, and I hope if you take anything away from this podcast, not you specifically, Beth. I'm I'm talking to the people, <laughs> you know. I'm hoping someone's listening. Um, but if you are listening to this, you know, and it's. Uh, I hope you're sort of looking for the positives in things. And if it's hard to do, I hope you're looking for, you know, some sort of peace within all this, that it is going to get better, hopefully, soon. Um, you're not alone in feeling like shit. <laughs> if that helps in any way. Yeah, you're not alone in feeling like this year has been a bit of a write-off. Um, and I think that's something... 
yeah <laughs> oh and last year i meant last year i keep saying this i said my friend last night was like oh i just can't wait to meet up and have a talk and a picnic and stuff and you know be together and i was like and then she was like let's put it out into the world let's manifest it and i went yeah 2020 is gonna be great and then she was like Maisie, it's 2021 but okay I was like, oh god, it is. Twenty twenty one is gonna be great. great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, if I remember what year it is, um, you know, I thought about that as well. Actually, recently, I was like, this is gonna be the first year in a lot of years, first new year in a lot of years that I've not been edu- in education. So, at oh, what well, point okay. am I gonna have to write down the date and remember that it's twenty twenty one? Like, I used to rely on the fact that I had to write the date every morning, and remind myself that it was 21 or like the next year and now i have nothing to remind me so i'm just gonna keep but don't talk logic to me beth (laughs) (laughs) um but but they don't it doesn't say 2020 on like i'm just looking at it now it doesn't say it says saturday 9th of january it doesn't say saturday 9th of january 2021 so Mm. i'm just never gonna remember that's what it's gonna be i'm gonna be a bit worried if in two months or three months you're still saying 2020 though i guarantee i'll still be saying 2020 you can check in with me then and you'll be like where's what year is it i'm like 2020 <laughs> we're writing off last year anyway it's 2022 yeah <laughs> um i'm pretty sure i i've literally been looking at stuff on like instagram and looking for the dates on when people last posted like as like i say i was looking at my followers and i was like oh when did this person last you know last post and it was like, oh, December 2019. And I was like, oh, that was only last month. <laughs> and I was like, oh, actually, no, that's a whole year and a month ago. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I think that's one of the weirdest things about not being a student anymore is, well, not keeping up with the date, for one. I think a lot of people aren't doing that anyway. To be fair, did we really do that in uni? Well. Did you really know what day it was? <laughs> well, I had deadlines that I had to sort of yeah, wait for the true. day before for. Um, <laughs> um it's quite funny actually I was sat here the other day and uh I was looking through snapchat memories that came up mm-hmm. and it was like it was just a snapchat of me going uh have I had weeks to write this yes is it the day before and I'm starting it yes I was like oh, some things never change um <laughs> you know every year I had the sort of thing when I was a student that I'd be like okay this time I'm gonna start the essay weeks before I'm gonna get it done it's gonna be great I'm not gonna do it the night before and it would always get to the night before and I'd written maybe a sentence <laughs> if I'd even started it um I cannot tell you how many times I've done pulled all-nighters to write essays I think it's been I think 98% of my essays have been done the night before and I'm not telling you that's the best thing to do but I did still come out with the first so <laughs> It's not unachievable. Um, <laughs> I think I was so shocked, so so shocked when I got a first. Like I can't, like I cannot tell you how shocked I was. The whole of third year, I was going, "Yeah, I'm on track for a two-one, an all right two-one. I'll be annoyed if it's really close to a first, but I'm on track for a two-one." <laughs> and then Save I got a first. <laughs> amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Any final thoughts on being a student, Beth? I liked it. Yeah, it's all right. Brilliant. Just to... (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. Just to propose an argument to Maisie's the night before. I'm a very anxious person, but I'm also a very unorganised person, so I tried to do mine as early as I could. 
And I also got a first. <laughs> it's possible both ways, It guys. is possible to do both ways. I hope you've enjoyed listening uh, to me and Beth have a chat about all this stuff. I think we've said a lot of stuff we need to get out after the last 10 months, to be honest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I hope you have an absolutely cracking day, week, month, year. Um, And listen to the next one. (laughs) Have a great 2020, guys. Um, (laughs) And hopefully I'll speak to you soon. (laughs) Bye.